And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's a writer and comedian who has made the sane and not at all completely bananas decision to let her podcast listeners decide major decisions in her life. It's Lizzie Cooperman. And he's a writer and comedian whose Canadian model girlfriend was just seen at a Canadian amusement park with Canadian Pete Davidson. It's Jordan Morris. Dark Tone Zone is here to demand that the FBI return his precious pantaloons. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little rainbow sprinkles. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Jess Flowers. Yes, I am on Patreon. All sorts of rewards. You can see this very video of what we're recording right now. Normally, I have a number of lights. I've decided to reduce. Uh Uh-oh. What's going on, Jordan? No, I was just waving to Patreon. (laughs) I just love them so much that... I wanted to greet, but it looked like I was having an issue, I realized. No, uh, the fun of Zoom. I know. I thought you were... When I greet Patreon, I put my hands to my throat like I'm choking. I know. So I understand why maybe you were... It makes perfect... No, it makes perfect sense now. You were waving to them, but I thought you were saying like, hold up, hold up, like my, you know, something is on fire on my end. There's bees in my house. Yeah. Exactly. You guys could see the replay of that and you could you could weigh in for yourself. Did Allison overreact, which I feel like is a kind of thing that podcast listeners like to weigh in on. Mm, there could right. be entire Reddit threads about there could be Reddit threads, comments, Twitter threads. I love the engagement, you know. This um, whole waving misunderstanding is going to be yes. huge for the show. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I have been feeling, look, not to let people too far behind the curtain, but I've been feeling like, what's next for Allison Rosen? You know, mm. and I've been um, imagining like a big glossy spread, like my second, you know, I can't figure out what the headline would be, but it'd be something about like she prepares for her second act, right. you know, like when um, John Travolta came back after Pulp Fiction, something <laughs> like that. You know, I feel like it's time for my second act. I feel like it's just like, I gotta, I gotta do, I gotta do something to spice it up to like get back in front of, you know, play with people's expectations, the limelight, the expect. I need, I need some reinvention. And I think that it's going to be, it's Exactly. Did I overreact to you waving? This is it, Jordan. It all happened today on this show. And if now, you correct, guys... Go ahead. Correct me if I'm wrong. I have a suggestion. Now, from time to time, and I think this is right, Tony Thaxton has been referred to as the bad boy of podcasting, right? Am I right about that? Yes. And wait, you know what? Let me just finish. Let me finish yes, please. In, in the introduction. And then, but you know what? Do not let me forget that. Cause I can I feel already that I'm, <laughs> it can feel it evaporating. Okay. Anyway, patreon.com slash, you forget that. Patreon. <laughs> thank you. I love, I love your commitment to mortality and my show. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Sign up for a year, get two months free or That's do it month deal. by month. And by the way, this is not, I decided I'm moving the hard sell to later in the show. So just you wait till that happens. This is the soft mm. sell. Very excited for this show. 
Jordan Morris, returning guest. Hello. And I'm waving now. It's a little more appropriate (laughs) because we're in the middle of a greeting. That's right. Don't freak out. I won't. Don't don't freak out, anyone. And first-timer to the show. No, first-timer to the Thursday show. Not a first-timer to the show. My friend and yours, Lizzie Cooperman. Hello, welcome back. Hello, I'm beyond elated to be here. It's I'm so happy to see you. You were one of my few in-person guests recently on the Monday show, and I felt like I could have talked to you for days. I know. There were points where I was like, oh yeah, we're recording this. <laughs> I had such a good time with you. <laughs> I and did now, too. Yeah. And, and we did I, windows open, so it felt very safe. Yes. And then uh, my son started preschool. No, preschool. What am I saying? My son started kindergarten today and uh, I found out that he ate lunch inside and the teacher sent a photo to all the parents of like, your kids are having an exceptional first day. And I was just like, why is he not wearing a mask? So all I'm saying is I am swimming in germs. Tony, good news. (laughs) We're going to be back to in person because what am I hanging on to anymore? Exactly. Exactly. It's going to be happening. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Tony Thaxton. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, is it like a bar where it's like you can take off your mask to drink your gin and tonic? I mean, when the kids get a gin and tonic, (laughs) yes, they're allowed to remove it. I think, I think so. Except that it wasn't a photo of lunch; it was a photo of play after lunch, and his mask. Well, first of all, he said to me, "He's like, we were we ate inside. I don't know why we did that because I don't even think." He's ever, except for at our house, I don't think he's ever had a meal inside that he wow. can recall. Because um, <clears throat> at his preschool, they always would eat outside, even though it's, a you know, 104 degrees. So that's right. probably why they were eating inside, because it's so hot. Um, but he said it to me like it was this, like, can you even fathom this? Not from a COVID perspective, just to like, like, like he saw people in another country and right. I'm, I don't mean to say this in a, this sounds like I'm putting down another culture. Some people shit in holes in the ground and that is just how they do it. It's that like when w- European people eat the salad last. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like, what you. are we do? What, what is this strange right. custom? Exactly. It was just right. Like some people dip fries in mayonnaise. I can't right. get Wait, behind what? it. Yes. And so that's what he, he's like. We ate and I don't I don't know why we did this, but we had lunch sitting inside. How exotic. <laughs> it really it really was. And he's then, like, and then we shit in the ground in a hole, <laughs> on the playground. Right. We went outside to shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. We went inside to eat <laughs> outside to shit. I mean, I really except for the covid aspect of it, I can't really take umbrage with inside to eat outside of shit it sounds it's what god intended thank you yes anyway yes all of that so tony we'll be back to in person before you will we'll have covid and we'll be back to in person before you know it okay we're so not gonna I, have covid you don't Look, know I'm not. i'm not dismissing COVID. i don't want even think i'm dismissing covid mm-hmm. but uh i feel confident that if we start recording in person we're gonna be just fine yo yeah i'm i I said, yo, yeah, no, no, yeah, is what I mean to say. And that's very mixed signals. We're not going to have COVID from recording in person. We're going to have COVID from my child sitting in a germ soup, but shitting outside. (laughs) Anyway, it's just, you know, it's just what's, it's just, hey, the CDC, I believe their message to everyone was 
enjoy your COVID. So we're going to enjoy it. It's going to be fine. But shit outside as often as possible. Yes. That is also just... Hell yeah. By the way, I get my medical news from TikTok. And there's this thing going around. It's been going around for a while, which is like, you know, as a oncologist as a fishmonger as a, these are the two things i follow fishmongers and oncologists here's five here's as a dermatologist the algorithm is very yeah. powerful you you slowed here's, down to look at one fishmonger one time i know like, oh she's horny for these mongers <laughs> here's five things i would never do and i keep reading about vibrium vibrio it sounds like those Wait. five finger shoes and it's not that's because it, of my podcast have you been talking about Vibrio? Yes. One of my episodes was called Final Sweet or Gloves for Feet. And it was, do I cut out sugar or do I try to make Vibram's five finger shoes popular again? Maybe it is, but vi- <laughs> but it's not, but it's not, but vi- whatever it is, it's not the shoes. It just sounds like them. It's some, um, it's food poisoning. Tony, will you look it up? It's like vim- Vibrio. Oh. It's like Wait, these people who to, are like, Allison, I you're would, not supposed to eat those shoes. I can't help it. They look so yummy. <laughs> right. It's the texture thing. Do you no, know what's crazy? Oh, hmm. sorry. I was going to say, I they voted against me starting to wear the Vibram five finger shoes. And then That's someone smart. sent me a picture of the shoes on the runway. What? Fall oh 2022. No, is all those, about are some, gloves. those are ugly shoes. They're just, and also, I feel like, I was going to say, I feel like they'd be hard to slip your foot into, but maybe not. Well, I have Morton's toe, so I do feel like there might be an issue with toe length. What is Morton's toe? I might have to get custom made. Well, it's a sign of genius, first of all. (laughs) Wow. That's the owner of Morton's Steakhouse had it. (laughs) That's how he went on to create the world's uh, most popular steakhouse. Yeah. (laughs) It's a tall second toe. Oh. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Does it mean you're dumb if you don't have that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go around. Who has Morton's toe? I don't. I have um. I have, I have Spic- Spicoli's toe. That's like a <laughs> short second toe. I have Reginald's penis. <laughs> uh Okay. Yeah. So anyway, like there's people who are like, I would never dig in the dirt. I would never eat unwashed berries. I would never. Someone, the fishmonger would only eat farmed salmon because she doesn't want vibrium or vibrio, whatever it is. It's this food poisoning thing that I've only heard of because of TikTok. But then I looked it up and it's just, you know, diarrhea and throwing up. It's nothing. I mean, you don't want it, but anyway. That's going to become a, yeah. I'd never giving heard of it, it that space spacey space germ name makes yeah. it seem a little more terrifying than it is. Not that anybody wants diarrhea, right. but we can all survive diarrhea. <laughs> right. We've all had diarrhea, we'll have it again. But it's yeah, just... the name makes it seem like a germ that came to Earth on an asteroid. Yeah. I was like, uh oh, is this a new thing I need to look, my things to be worried about card is full. Monkeypox just po- mon- oh, we got yeah. monkeypox. Polio. Are we I think we're covered for polio. I don't yeah, we all we got what, polio. The vaccine. What shows are leaving HBO Max? That's a concern. <laughs> Is that really happening? Like, did they announce that they're removing shows, or did everyone just start? You know what? That we don't need to talk about that on this podcast. What we do need to talk about. <clears throat> we have a lot of stuff we need to talk about. But Jordan, I said stick a pin in something, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, so I was saying, uh, re your second act or your next act. Oh yes. Um, you know maybe. 
maybe Tony lets go of the bad boy of podcasting oh. moniker. Maybe you take up the mantle of bad boy of podcasting oh. and start, you know, start getting in there a little more, bit more spicier takes. Start start oh. scrumming out there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and like I'm not suggesting, you know, saying anything like, you know, hate, hateful or cancelable. Not your brand. I don't want you to go that far. But just like, you know, maybe like finding a finding a volatile fan base and give them a little poke. Ooh, you know? I like, like that. Like pop on, the collar. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe claim that Hanson lip synced all their songs and just see if you can get the Hanson people to you know get tizzy. in there and scrum up a little bit of yeah. engagement. Tony, as the current bad boy of podcasting, how have you been handling the um, the tides? Well, here's the thing. I can't, you know, he wants me to give this title up. Like, it doesn't really work like that. You know, I was just, I was no, born a bad boy, this way. A bad boy would never give it up without a fight. Yeah. I mean, I believe bad boy for life. Have you not seen my jacket? <laughs> I saw your one that said no fear, but maybe this is a different jacket. Which, by the way, didn't you, is it, okay, I saw something on Instagram where Jonah referred to you as bad boy of podcasting on Instagram. And then Pete told me that he referred to you that way from the stage. Oh, yeah. Is that yeah right? Jonah's really been running with it lately. Yeah. And I feel an ownership of that because I feel an ownership of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, right? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But that was bo- it was born of this show. Yes. Yeah, I believe, okay. yeah, it was just a, a dumb, a dumb sarcastic comment that was made, and then it just kind of got ran with. Yeah, but on this show, my show, yes, yes. Oh my <laughs> God, do you even smoke? <laughs> so, do you want like a little royalty every time somebody like does Jonah have to pay you? You know, four. I mean, bucks? I don't. No, it's not a mon. It's a respect. It's about respect. No, thank you. Yeah. I think we. I think I think you get where I'm coming from. You That's know, I'm just about. saying. Don't forget. It's about respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So, you know, as the original bad boy, how do you deal with the controversy that you must be? trafficking in all the time, Tony? Here's the thing. I just don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> you can't. You kind of can't stay a bad boy and give too many fucks. I guess that's my problem. Yeah. I do give some fucks. Bad, bad boys don't give fucks. They get them. <laughs> that's right. Mm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't, you can't give, give the fucks because you, you're too busy getting them. Getting the fucks. <laughs> I should have mentioned, for anyone who's wondering, Daniel will be joining us. The Daniel is also a bad boy. He, uh, <laughs> You might remember... He has a cool guy character, which he hasn't done in a while. Um, his cool guy character doesn't give any fucks either. Cool except, as fuck. Except for when his cool guy boss needs him on a conference call. And then he did have to get on the call right as we started. So he'll be jo- so once he's done with that, he'll be joining us, um, you know, on his own schedule or when he's re- released from this call. He'll be here anytime. Um, okay. So. What they might not know, or they might know, is Lizzie hosts a podcast called Lizzie. Oh no! Okay, so sometimes people. Some I know the title. I like I, the suspense, though. I know. You're building. What's well, it called? 
I'm just huh? suddenly forgetting if it's Lizzie Cooperman's in your hands or if it's in your hands with Lizzie Cooperman. And let me tell you, sometimes people will be like a guest for new best friend or like a guest for your new best friend. And I'm like, that's not the title. And then I realize the fact that I hold firm to like the title is Alison Rosen is your new best friend. I realize to other people, specifically publicists, might seem silly because to them, mm. it the title is like new best friend or your new best friend. But to me, no, that's not the title. And now you I'm doing what? that to you, Lizzie. I'm sorry. I purposely chose Lizzie Cooperman's in your hands because okay. it, it, as if to imply, I am in your hands. Yes. Mm. And here I am butchering it. I'm sorry. Please. Tony, g- give me a sound. <laughs> <laughs> I have been. That's a, that, as someone who's newly into sports, I've just been knocked out, haven't I? You just <laughs> rang. I, you, my bell just got rang. Yeah. I think that means I might have a concussion. Yeah. Um, Lizzie, I'm sorry. But anyway, Jordan and I were on your podcast and we had the most magnificent time. So the premise of your podcast, and I love it. It's so smart. Um, Jordan, sometimes I, because you and I both host these shows that are just, just a giant mess where we just talk about (laughs) nothing and it's just a big, just Just aimless noises, just just, just, mouth noises. Exactly. Just like, well, there's no point. It was a guy. It's narcissistic. Oh, we get it. You're witty. You're clever. If you had something to say, you'd edit. We get it. Um, anyway, but Lizzie actually has, a a A premise, a premise, Mm. right? Um, so she, uh, presents two options and the listeners vote on them and then she has to do whatever they vote. So it's really like a choose your own adventure. So there were two different choices that you presented on our episode and I was pretty invested and I want to know, could you remind us what they were and then let yes. us know which one they chose? Cause I was, I had very strong feelings about this. First of all, you were incredible guests. I'm still getting just incredible feedback from both of your appearances. Thank you. Um, so your, your episode was called death row ocean flow. <laughs> and I was either going to become a pen pal with a death, death row inmate. And I interviewed this woman who was like, yes, like if you're in prison and you get mail, she was saying they treat you better. The security guards and stuff treat you better. Um, or the wardens. Um, because you look out for those wardens. you've got to look out. I've got to address them properly. Mm-hmm. All the wardens listening. I meant no disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> I might have warden listeners. You never know. Hey, are you a but, warden? Do you listen? Let me know. Yeah. Hashtag warden life. But the way the woman said it, she goes, it just shows them that someone cares on the outside. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Those poor death row inmates. <sighs> right. <laughs> Uh, so, so can, can you yeah. update us? Like what? Yes. Oh, wait. Oh, so what was the other choice? Okay. The, other, the other option was called ocean flow. And that was that I was going to overcome my mild dislike for the ocean by going to the ocean and doing Steve Harvey's 300 list of 300 things <laughs> that I want. Steve Harvey says, you have to really look inside yourself, write down 300 things. And Get clear on what you want moving forward in your life. And they voted Ocean Flow. Oh, my God. They messed up. (laughs) 
Remember, Jordan? Didn't you also feel like she <laughs> no, should? No, I'm just a big Ocean Flow really? fan, and that and that stems oh, that's from. That's because you love Steve Harvey. Yeah, it stems from. Sorry, you know, this one already wrong. had points in my book because it involved <laughs> Steve Harvey and his, um, you know, kind of life in his life coach mode, which I really like. Um, so right. yeah, I, I was already kind of going to vote for that one regardless. That's now, so funny. He is like programmed into different modes. Remind oh. us for anyone, everyone should go listen to the episode with Jordan and me of Lizzie's podcast and listen to all the other episodes too. And then while you're listening, listen to everyone, listen to Jordan, Jesse go start with all my episodes, mm. listen to bizarre albums. By the way, make sure before any of that, though, okay. but just because it's Recording. my show, make sure you're subscribed to Upworthy Weekly and Childish too. You have a lot of listening to do. Please yeah. cancel cancel some plans. You've got some listening. You've got to, to catch you are, up. You're so behind on your podcast. You are so behind. Um, but Jordan, please tell us. Oh, my husband is going to be joining us any second. Please remind us your feelings about Steve Harvey. Because I think this is amusing. And yes, I also. Absolutely. Hello. Da- Wait, let's hey. let me introduce Daniel. And then I want to hear this. Daniel, welcome. Hi. Hi. Hey. Oh, thank you. Oh, God. Oh. Um, so earlier, Tony was talking about being the bad boy of podcasting. And I was saying that you're a cool guy. So we might need to see cool guy. But oh, that's cool guy face. Not yet, though. Um, I was saying you're a cool guy in- until your boss needs you on a conference call. Um, but Jordan is telling us why he loves Steve Harvey. Yeah. So oh. I, I, I got into a little bit of a zone where like scripted streaming TV just kind of stopped doing it for me. I like kind of acknowledged the quality of a lot of these, you know, hot shows that everybody talks about, you know, online and at bars and stuff like that. But just for some reason, my, my brain was not accepting narrative and I kind of got into this zone where I was watching a lot of like 60 minutes. I was watching like PBS shows like Rick Steves, Europe, uh, shark tank, a lot of shark tank, but like far and away the thing that I spent the most time with was like recent episodes of family feud with Steve Harvey, because that, is all that would make me laugh. Like that's the only filmed entertainment that I found funny was Steve Harvey, like hearing a kind of naughty answer from a family feud connection contestant. And then looking at the camera, like, can you believe this? (laughs) It got me every time. And it, it was just all that I wanted to watch. Um, That's changed a little bit in recent weeks. I feel like I'm kind of creeping back into, you know, more, a d- more typical TV for my bracket, but there was a while where I like held onto cable and got the game show network, and then just from nine to midnight would just watch Family Feud and and love it and love my life. And sometimes I would like have the Nintendo Switch out and I would play a Switch game while I watched. But yeah, there was a hot second where I'm like, this is all I care about. I just want to watch oh Steve God. Harvey mug. And now back to SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm catching up with, you know, Patrick and Squidward right. and, you know, prestige TV. So, Lizzie, they chose. So, Daniel, uh, to catch you up mm-hmm. real fast, Lizzie hosts a show called Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands, where she presents two 
uh, like life choices basically and the audience votes on what she's going to do and she has to do them and on the episode that Jordan and I were on she was either going to become pen pals with someone on death row which I felt strongly was the right choice or she was going to do this Steve Harvey recommended thing where you like write down 300 things that you want to do or and then and then you walk it into the ocean where she's kind of afraid of the ocean which i feel like is fully warranted because i'm an and i'm like kind of anti-ocean right um and they chose ocean which i is i feel is the wrong choice so anyway Wait, so you did why, it how to go why are you walking it into the ocean well that was just to kind of reenact that scene in the hours where <laughs> is it virginia wolf who just walks directly into the ocean beers is not it's just not a self-harm thing this is a like right, cleansing a, yeah, yeah it was this a cleansing like you thing. like yes. you know you know go, washing <laughs> okay. yourself being born anew that Do you know what's thing. crazy also i got mm-hmm. to the ocean you know first of all going to the beach is just such a racket it's like packing everything making sure you're hydrated sunscreen shoes like i just i've always felt that the preparation yeah. isn't worth it no, I However, agree. I really enjoyed this this trip, and I did go in up to the waist. <laughs> okay, but when I was doing the list, I mean, it's three hundred things that you want, and at about two hundred to twelve, I started to get Steve Harvey list fatigue. Sure. <laughs> I could see Steve Harvey turning toward me and going. Is that all you can come up with? Or can you believe she's going <laughs> to get a load of her? <laughs> I, no, I mean, I'm on yours. That's so that the thought of that is so exhausting. Yeah. I think I maybe want 80 things. How maybe. long However, did it take? The, the, I don't know, actually. It took me a while, but I was trying to just, you know how when you free, do these kinds of lists, like, I just want these things to come to me. Mm-hmm. They stopped coming. <laughs> yeah, see, I feel like I'd be like, the, I mean, the chem- yeah. Like, let's say I was like, I mean, I, this is not something I'd write, but let's say I was like makeup and then I'd be like, start, I'd start being like specific eyeshadow colors. <laughs> like, I didn't even what pie, how put detail do you get? I should have brought you to the ocean. I didn't even, <laughs> makeup didn't even occur to me. I mean, I don't these, know. These are 300 things that you want, like, yes. like physical things. I think yes. it can be anything, like, right? I feel like the number is that high because if you write down 300 things a good number of them are probably going to come your way and then you're going to feel like it right. was true because like i mean at a certain point i'm just like doritos you know co- coke zero uh, well, dvd of the movie 300 yeah. let me right, say like, like at, so the conveyor the belt the conveyor belt of yeah. my desires did slow down and then for the final 10, something like I got a second wind and I was like, these are the ones that are definitely going to come true. <laughs> the final 10, I was just like buried in diamonds. Wow. Love <laughs> of my life. Wow. Like they were just gigantic. Did you get your vanity table? I still I, I haven't manifested much from that list yet. I'll mm. say. Did you put it up? Did you put the vanity table on the list? I did put, I it, it, honestly, some of the things I was like, I'm pretty sure this got listed twice. I think I wrote dream home, you know, <laughs> opulent mansion, dream home. Like, I think I said it. Cool apartment, just cool. kind of versions <laughs> right. of neat condo. Upcycled shack. shack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can we talk about upcycled for a moment? Sure. What is it? 
How is it different than recycled? Have you guys encountered this term upcycled? No. I keep encountering. So Imperfect Foods is a sponsor of mine. This sounds like a read. I don't even know. I, I don't know if they're. Well, they were a sponsor of mine. I signed up. I really like them. I sound, I sound like I'm doing a read. I'm not. I've said that twice now. But I keep encountering the term upcycled. Daniel, we're talking about. Daniel, join us. <laughs> Hi, Hi, what's sir. going on in there? Hi, sorry, Wendy was happening. Oh, okay. Uh, um, cool, the cool guy had to go smoke a cigarette. Under <laughs> yes. The but also, I got an update. I got an update. Apparently, uh, there was a big snake in the front yard. <gasps> oh, no. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know much more than that. Uh, I asked if it was a rattlesnake. They said no. So They said king cobra. <laughs> Wait, we've never had a snake in Burbank? Yeah, we've never had a snake before. Is that could that be someone's pet snake that escaped? Because I've literally never seen a snake right. in a in a yard in could Burbank. Be. I mean, yeah, in Burbank you're more like you're what? in Burbank you're more likely to see a guy with a snake <laughs> in a Starbucks who just has it because he wants someone to talk to him about it. I, I actually think it was just a common. guy named Snake, and he was right. <laughs> uh, he was laying in our bushes. Natalie, bad boy of podcasting. Natalie yeah. mm-hmm. from Facts of Life lost her virginity to a character named Snake. Oh my god! And I made a Spicoli reference earlier, and the guy, the guy who played Damone, played Snake on Facts of. No one cares, but I do. Okay, wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can we table every single thing and just talk about the snake for a moment? What else do you know, Daniel? That's it. I because I had to. I'm recording a show. Well, maybe you need so to I go to, handle. I had to the peel snake. myself away from it. Wait, so who, who did you fun. ask? Who are you talking you. to about yeah. the snake? It'll, ju- it'll just slither on. Well, uh, well how do we know it slithers me? in the right direction? Owen told you, our three-year-old? <laughs> Elliot. Well, that's our five-year-old. Elliot said he's a- more reliable than <laughs> three-year-old. <laughs> well, here's what he said. He said, uh, uh, my mom, who's here, is visiting. She was, she was saying, oh, Elliot has something he wants to tell you. And then Elliot says, we have a big, and I thought he said wizard in our front yard. And I'm like, oh, sh- this is like a homeless person that they're just like, that's a wizard. Like, don't worry about him, you know. Uh, but then um, our uh, our nanny was like, I guess they weren't telling him what it was. And she was like, oh. And then I go, oh. And then I mouth, is it a rattlesnake? And uh, I, by the way, I'm doing a snake motion with my hand. Uh, and I don't know why they didn't just tell him. Maybe it would freak him out. Um but they said no, it wasn't a rattlesnake. But then I don't know if they know what a rattlesnake looks like. So. This is alarming. I mean, it'll I do just not like this. On its way. How do you know? They're just maybe it's a through. fan this of is... my podcast. No, no, no. There's it's just making its way up to the snake convention up uh, up on. Uh, oh yeah, that is this weekend. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, right. Snake. Con. Yeah, yeah, they're just passing through. Snake. Is the, the snake you, they like... get, you can get an autograph from the anaconda from anaconda. <laughs> Um, that, that that albino uh, python that's in everything. Yeah, the one that was on, oh. around Britney's neck. Is that that yeah. that one? Um, yeah, there's like one albino python. If this do was s- like 2012, like Burbank Snake would already have a Twitter account, and then do s- would do all be Eagle like Rock Bear, like Eagle Rock. Oh bear. yeah, Eagle oh, Rock yeah. Bear. Do snakes like dying grass, or do they prefer wet conditions? Because everyone's lawn is dying because Burbank won't let us water anymore. But you're like a, a, anywhere cool. Here's the thing. So 
Does everyone enjoy drought sprinkler talk? Because we're about to get into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell Burbank, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, so at Burbank in LA, you can now water for only two days a week for 15 minutes before 9 a.m. or after 6. That's when you can do your sprinklers. But I don't know if I have that right. I think so. But you're allowed to hand water or do attended watering anytime as long as it's before nine or six. So I went out with the hose. Which is so technically look- not any time. Yeah. But I know, sorry, for any duration of time. You can go out, you can like water for four hours with as long as it's attended watering. So right. I thought that meant with a little watering can, but it actually means with a hose. So I went out last night with a hose and I'm like, I'm going to save our grass, which is insane. It became a crusade. I'm like, I'm hmm. going gonna, gonna to save our grass. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to save our grass. Here's my question. Even though it is technically allowed, like I'm not doing anything wrong according to all their rules, is it still kind of wrong because it's against the spirit of what we're all as a community doing, which is killing our grass so we can seed it to the snakes? I, I want to say, first of all, I think, the, I think the reason that they allow that and not the sprinklers is because there's a lot of wasted water with sprinklers. Mm-hmm. Like people's sprinklers will go on and mostly just water the sidewalk. And I so see. they f- they probably figure, well, if you're sitting there with a hose, you know it's getting to the lawn and it's not going to be wasted. I'm surprised there's a drought with all the kindergartners going to, to the bathroom outside. <laughs> you missed that part, Daniel. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway. Are they going to the bathroom outside? Yeah, they eat inside and they shit outside. <laughs> it's what you get when you go to a Waldorf school. <laughs> no hey, grades. I didn't, I didn't know you know that term. How do you Did know you that term? Did you tell them about the parents no i haven't told them that yet uh so funny so we dropped off elliot this morning at kindergarten and then i hid in a bush and tried to stare in but i was not alone all the parents were (laughs) like a wall there's like a wall there's a wall and then there's like a little area and then there are windows for the school and they were all in the area between the wall and the in In the the playground like and there are these bushes around it and it's like literally all the parents are just sitting there like Wilson eyes. from Home Improvement, just, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, just peeking over, and occasionally a kid would look over, and I don't know, it must have looked really weird to them. Like, why are all our parents hiding in the bushes? And then Elliot saw us eventually, and he just like was totally. Fine. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> it was fine. Yeah, there were so like tons of little parent eyes just peering over the gate. It it's was just ridiculous. such a weird thing because it's like to them. You know, there's the, okay, this is all new and it's, they just, most of the kids seem like they're just kind of going along with it. It's fine. But all the parents, you know, to us, it's like, this is the first day of this whole huge thing that you're going to be doing. You know, like we all went through and matriculated all the way, you know, uh, through all the grades and this is the first day of it. So it's to us, it's this Mm. big monumental thing. And, you know, I try not to project that too much because i don't want him to get nervous but uh my parents followed me too my mom followed me (laughs) well into high school do you guys remember your first day of kindergarten no i don't uh, i feel like i have just like the slightest fuzzy memory of it but like literally no just like can kind of just like picture it and like how i felt sort of but that's about it i barely remember kindergarten at all my mom for a whole year disguised herself as a jungle gym, so <laughs> she could keep an That's eye on smart. things. smart. 
I remember walking, there was like a flagpole at my school and I remember sort of walking toward the flagpole. I think, I think we would line up by the flagpole and I remember walking and just feeling very grown up and adult as a five-year-old. That's my memory of the first day of school. Um, and I remember an entrance exam where they like checked our what? hearing. Yeah. It, I, I went to a private school. Um, Wow. So I, I remember the little, like a, the exam is too strong, like an interview. I remember going there. Like I remember and, the LSAT. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I run a little American Ninja Warrior course. <laughs> well, I remember it was like a hearing test. I remember drawing a picture and I remember they had a, a balance beam on the ground and we had to like do some sort of, obviously it wasn't that strict or else I would not have gotten it because <laughs> I've never been very coordinated. Um, but I remember that more clearly than I remember the first day. I just remember that one image from first day. What do you remember, Lizzie? I remember I cried so much every single day of kindergarten. Just tears. Like, mm. I can't put on my snow pants. That was the biggest. Mm. That was the bane of my existence was getting my tiny body into these giant quilted right. pants. And you went to kindergarten in Arizona. So it was like. Right. <laughs> Seems so unnecessary. Why is my mother making me wear? <laughs> I don't know. Um, in Minnesota, and I was so I was such a crybaby. I think it's called learned helplessness or something. Like mm-hmm. I just be like I can't do it. I would give up on everything right away to the point where at the end of the year, another student won an award for helping me, specifically <laughs> for helping oh Lizzie. God. What was the award? The Helping Lizzie Award. And now you're doing a podcast where you have other people make decisions for you. Oh my right. gosh, this is all, all See, that's full circle. That's called making it work for yourself. You know, so like, and now you gave up on your QuickTime recording. <laughs> We're seeing the pattern. So, Lizzie, after talking to you, I went. So it was via talking to you that I learned because I had heard of Abraham Hicks, um, and I was oh, like, right. I got to check out this Abraham Hicks person. Daniel, have you heard of Abraham Hicks? Mm, not ringing a bell. Jess Rona, celebrity dog groomer, uh, who I've had on my show a couple times, um, and she used to groom Wendy uh, and Wendy, our celebrity dog. <laughs> um, but she had mentioned Abraham Hicks, and I associated Abraham Hicks with like, I don't know, like uh, self improvement and like financial mm. solvency or something like that. But then Lizzie, I, here's the thing that I didn't realize. Abraham Hicks does not exist. It is a woman what? named Esther Hicks. No, no, who, no. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, Abraham Hicks does not exist in terms of uh, being an actual. Doesn't have a birth certificate. Doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't exist. Abraham incarnate. Hicks is running for president. So this has become an issue. Crazy. <laughs> there is not uh, these. You know what? I can't. To it, you know what? Let's not be hemmed in by our narrow Eurocentric Western definition of existence, shall we? I'm going to open Thank my you. mind. Thank There's you. a woman named Esther Hicks who channels a being named Abraham Hicks, and that's who Abraham and Hicks is. It is it just a coincidence they have the same last name? It's a coincidence. Yes, they're not related. <laughs> <laughs> it's convenient, can though. Can it's you only be- challenge people with your same last name, or what's the? Daniel, that work? is so funny. That's like when people give their dog their same last name. 
No, she's this like, is Pepper Johnson. <laughs> Maybe his last name wasn't Hicks, but she's like, your name is Hicks now. <laughs> if you want to be, if you want to keep getting channeled, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can stop channeling you real quick, yeah. and then you have to stay in limbo. <laughs> Yeah, how does she know what his name is or yeah. its name is? Enjoy the void, asshole. <laughs> oh, is it Hicks now? That's what I thought. Abraham told her, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Abraham but her and voice Esther. kind of changes and she takes on this brand new yes. energy. Yes. And I kept seeing this clip on Instagram, which I, I mean, I'm sorry, it very much speaks like it very much speaks. It speaks to everyone, though. You know what, what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about, because p- everyone puts it over under their home yes. improvement and decor videos. It'll be like people ask me what I'm doing. And I yes. say I'm doing what brings me I'm joy following my bliss. And I say to the end of yes. being happy. Yes. But what are you going to do once you're happy? Continue yes. to do things that yes. bring me joy. It's yeah. I mean, it's like the most universal um balm for the soul that one right. could have but it's the it's also the weirdest vaguely australian accent ever that's that's Abra- that's abraham right. hicks accent i guess so when abraham is being channeled so mm. abraham is like gives good advice and tips but the other person does does not give good tips. That's so right. Funny. Abraham gives life hacks. They're like, do you know you can boil an egg in a plastic baggie? You know wow. what? <laughs> he also does a podcast about below deck. <laughs> oh, bravo. <laughs> right, where's, from college. Where's Esther? channeled through someone else. Esther wow. Hicks is into true crime, so. She doesn't watch crazy. it. crazy, she yeah. Watch. She's never, never seen a minute of Bravo. They talk about getting into the vortex a lot. They're like, you have to get into the vortex. And I have to say, and I was telling Jordan on his show, I had something crazy happen that I feel like is kind of might be a culmination of these events, which is that I did an episode called Carvana or Arcana. Do I sell my car to Carvana or Mm -hmm. do I become a professional tarot reader? And the episode came out. And then the next day I had all these requests for tarot readings I had two today, both no shows. How oh, <laughs> I'm in this like crazy float. My life has shifted completely. Well, and it did feel like kind of opening myself up to something that it that I am because I'm it is I don't want to say I'm channeling, but it is kind of like you're receiving information as you're doing tarot. You're interpreting cool. the cards, you yeah. know, kind of like a translator. And now my life is completely different as it, from what it was like two weeks ago. I want to shift my life. What should I do? Where do I start? I know you were talking about, that's what I was thinking when you were talking about the reinvention. Yeah. It's time for my second, yeah. Daniel, it's time for my second act. What should I do? I feel well, like first, I know I what you're going to say. How has your life changed in two weeks? I'm, I'm, I'm curious about this. How, my calendar is the... full of tarot readings now. Okay. So it's just changed because now you're doing a bunch of tarot readings okay do you don't have to diminish it. <laughs> i know oh, I don't changed. it's a whole new job has it changed in a fundamental like i'm sorry i didn't mean it no please please <laughs> no i love it it's, that's um, actually a great what, what do you, you want she's like oh i'm doing a tarot bunch of reading a bunch i'm doing tarot readings what I mean and i have is, gills now what do you want <laughs> what i mean is it it's it's changed in a in a logistical way or is it changed in some more fundamental way is really what I'm getting at. It's changed in a way that what's that adage where a bunch of people go up blindfolded and touch an elephant? Yes. Am I getting this right? Okay. Yeah. And they all yeah. 
because they're just touching one little part of it, they all describe something different. It's kind of like I can't see the forest for the trees. Yes. In essence. So some people go up to an elephant and they go, what is this? You know, a giant rubber tree trunk. You know, what's this? Uh, And then some people get kicked by the elephant and Mm -hmm. die. And they experience something different. They experience elephant death. But it's kind of like accessing a different part of myself is what I, it feels like because I'm so used to doing comedy and, you know, I just, I just have had a time where I haven't had constant employment. It's very much like, oh, I got a call to do something for a day, you know, that now, um, and also not having, not making it a requirement for it to be funny also. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So doing something kind of through a different filter that's actually connected and seems to be having an effect in a one-on-one way. It is kind of an exchange of energy as well. I was listening to one tarot reader who was saying you shouldn't do more than two a day because you're taking on, you know, people are talking through their their problems with you too. Like, it sounds, tell me if I'm right. It sounds like you're saying you are tapping into this part of you, this intuition part of you, as opposed to this part of you that's like focused on on comedy. And in doing that, you feel like you're sort of like opening yourself up to maybe like a different life channel, something that's a little more like authentic and pure. And it's having this mm. profound effect on your life. Is that right? Yeah. Or just, yeah, I don't know. I feel like comedy, I feel so like I'm acting so precious about both both things. I'm like, comedy is also very pure to me and very authentic. (laughs) I know what you mean. Um, No, I think, and I think something that's kind of interesting about you, like, because these, these are like paid tarot readings. You are getting money for these, right? Correct. I mean, there's something like interesting or something kind of like freeing, um, when you're somebody who's like in showbiz is that you're just, you feel like you're kind of just at the, you know, at your well, you know, your livelihood depends on like the kind of freaky, unpredictable nature of show business. Right. Yes. And having something like a podcast, like a business where you can do tarot, you're like, okay, like I don't need to get, I don't need to audition for this. Like I can just do it. And if people like it, then I get a little bit of money. And like, obviously, you know, these, you know, these don't pay the same as booking an acting job, but like being in charge of an income flow is really like freeing, you know? That is part of it. Dare I say that was so articulate. You might be my Abraham Hicks. Oh my gosh. Would you start channeling me? (laughs) I'd love to be channeled. Wait, can I just, I'm sorry, I must interrupt real fast. What, what, Jordan, what if you also were channeling Abraham Hicks? Because oh why is she the only one? Yeah, it's a good And question. no, I'm not clear whether your Abraham Hicks is the same one, but seriously, why does Esther Hicks, why is she the only one who can tune into this frequency? He was channeling Abraham Morris. Abraham Morris, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's, he sounds very similar to me. Um, but he Still. loves tomatoes and I hate him. We're different guys. <laughs> wow. Um, Lizzie, do you think you would have done this if it hadn't been for your show? Like, is this something that's come from this you know, sort of social experiment you're doing? 
Yes, definitely. Because my friend Roz, do you know Roz Hernandez? She was like, Lizzie, she's a really funny, great podcast about the paranormal called Ghosted. Yes. And she said, just start doing it. Because I, I kept saying, I really want to do this. I really want to do this. But for some reason, I just didn't let myself cross the threshold. Because it's like putting that on my website where people would reach out to book me for a show or a different kind of event. It's like an extremely micro version of of a revealing a part of yourself. That makes, I know what you mean. Um, but I do feel like it's, you're revealing a part of yourself that people don't know about. I mean, that you feel vulnerable about that you feel vulnerable. The comedian is also a painter. I feel like a lot of comedians are musicians or painters. It's like a comedian doesn't paint something and then be like, Oh, I have to put a button on this painting. You know, what's going to make this. Sure. Make people know I don't take it too seriously. You know, there's the fear of coming off as too earnest or mm-hmm. too precious about something. Not, not for all not, comedians. What was that? Not, <laughs> not for all comedians. Some there comedians is a comedian. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Take, coming off very, they take themselves too seriously. So the other side benefit of being I a, think we a know terror who you're thing about. is that you can do money laundering. Right. Because mm. I, you see, this is places, Daniel's theory. Well, you see those places by the side of the road with the neon signs that do like palm and tarot and everything. I'm like, yeah, those places, I bet you, I bet you that's a money laundering thing. That's not to say they don't actually do that, but like, that would be a great way to do it. Because what is the IRS going to do? How are they going to, how are they going to keep track of how many, Mm. you know, clients you have and how much they're paying? You know what I mean? Venmo? <laughs> I'm just now saying, Venmo. Like, you have to. All psychics have Venmo, <laughs> but now you have to report everything that you make on Venmo. Oh yeah, I know. If you end up making six hundred dollars or more <clears throat> per year, excuse me. If you end up making six hundred dollars or more, you have to report it. Now. Do you have to report it if you think of a funny caption? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this oh is my good. god! No, you don't have to report this. The pressure. I know. Your accountant going. What is this emoji? Me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I never do it. By the way, I just, I just, and I just write thank you. Mm. Sometimes, if it's like for gas, I'll just put a car. I'm, d- I'm, the, I'm the least entertaining on Venmo. I always put a huge dick. Thanks for the huge dick. It's hilarious. <laughs> Everybody loves it. It gets a ton of hearts in the social feed. God, why does that exist? <laughs> I know. Uh, listen, you guys. Somehow the summer is already ending. For us, it already ended. Uh, And that means busy season back to school. Regular life chaos is coming our way. One way to make your life easier is Little Spoon. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid delivered right to your door with fresh, organic baby food for every stage. Toddler and kids meals that even picky eaters love and healthy snack time with their new smoothies line, Little Spoon has you covered. Most of your baby or kids food at the grocery store is heavily processed and often on the shelf longer than your little one has even been in this world. Not cool and not the quality nutrition our kids deserve. Little Spoon makes everything fresh and uses absolutely nothing artificial. It's just like homemade, all delivered to your door and ready in seconds. Pop your meals in the fridge or freezer and use them when you're ready. It's that easy. And I've talked before about how when we went to Descanso Gardens, which is one of our favorite places to go, I brought some Little Spoon uh 
like little snacks and smoothies with us. And now every time we go, this is what Elliot wants because he is associated with Desconso. So he loves them. They, and they're super good. And I've tasted them. They're all really good. Uh, they're, I just, I'd recommend them highly. Best part, the price is right. With kids meals under $6 and baby food and smoothie snacks under $3, it makes trying Little Spoon easy. Make this year's chaos a little more manageable with time-saving, delicious, and healthy meals and snacks you can feel good about. Enter code BESTFRIEND50 at checkout to get 50% off your first Little Spoon order. That's 50% off your first Little Spoon order with the code BESTFRIEND50 at checkout. Also, want to talk to you guys about BetterHelp. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? Lizzie, I know you're thinking of getting rid of it, <laughs> but imagine if you had to keep the same one your entire life. That's right. how our brains work. So, why don't we treat them that way? How we care for our minds affects how we experience life. So, it's important to invest time and care into keeping them healthy. There are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, learning a new language, or taking power naps. There's also BetterHelp online therapy. You guys know I cannot imagine how my life would be if I wasn't in therapy. I rely heavily on therapy. It makes me feel better. It makes my life go better. It helps my relationships. It helps my marriage. It helps me as a mother. Um, I just, uh, it's like, it's it's very it, for me therapy is something that it's like high up there in terms of <clears throat> things that I do for myself that I I think I just I value it very highly and I'm very happy that I decided a long time that I realized a long time ago how much I benefit from it um, I recommend it for anyone who's open to it. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash best friend. That's betterhelp, better H-E-L-P.com slash best friend. Okay. Okay. I love it. All right. Let's get down to brass tacks. Jordan. Yes. Last week, I had a guest on who claimed when he came on, he did not get an uptick in followers. And then he changed his mind. He's like, wait, no, no, that's not true. I got a qualitative uptick. And then he mentioned some big names that had started following him after he was on the podcast. And I'm like, hang on. This doesn't sound right. I know that when people come on my show, they get an uptick in followers because I because Jordan told me he got yeah. an uptick. You did, right? I yeah. I mean, I I feel like every time I'm on the show, I see a little a little jump in followers. I'm on but Twitter I, at Jordan underscore yeah. Morris on Instagram. That's a newer account, Jordan David Morris. You can follow me there. But I remember now. This is going back years ago. Yeah. Social media has changed. But am I? I'm just patting myself on the back now, but I, f- I, I am feel- giving myself all the credit. Thank you, me. I recall you <laughs> saying something like, now this is a long time ago. So I realize yeah. you're social, you know, you're, you're in a different place, social media, you're a different stratosphere, but I feel like you said something like the, like one of the biggest jumps in your social media was from coming on my show. Yeah. That's true. I Thank consider you. that true. And and listen, could you put I it on tried... a bumper sticker and then I'm gonna send it. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in the mail. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Feel free to quote me in your newspaper ad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. That's what I remember. So it really. So I feel like if someone comes on and they don't get a bump, that's on them. 
Yeah, I mean, I listen. Thank I'm you. sure this guest was great. I'm sure you invited them for a reason. I don't think you invite people who aren't great, but I, I don't know. Maybe they boned it. Maybe they <laughs> didn't kill it Maybe as they hard as about I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lizzie, throw out your socials too. You're going to get the Rosen bump too. Get oh that Rosen God. bump. Yeah. Rosen bump sounds like what you get after monkey pops. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Got Rosen bumps all over yeah. my. <laughs> right. Lizzie, you're Lizzie Cooperman, right? I'm Lizzie Cooperman. L-I-Z-Z-Y Cooperman. Yeah. Okay. And you can book a reading on my website. Do yeah. it. And are, is that LizzieCooperman.com? Yes, it is. Great. Okay. Um, oh, go ahead. I think this person may have been in Congress with your audience, or at least in their minds. Which might I think be they're getting they're getting they they're getting quite a bump now, and I yeah. feel like it might just be because I made a stink over it. Mm, I don't know if it's earned. I don't. I don't know if it's truly earned. Um, okay. Make a stink, get a bump. Make a stink. That's what my dad always said. <laughs> it's how it goes, you know. Uh, Daniel. It's mm-hmm. been a while since we've seen Cool Guy. Is he still in there? He's always here. Cool as fuck. So Cool Guy's mouth just kind of goes <laughs> off to the side like he's a side character on The Sopranos. Uh, he doesn't care. Are you, are you wanting me to do a character right yes, now? Yes, please. I don't. What is this? Daniel, Comedy Bang Bang. Daniel, can we can we talk to Cool Guy? Is Cool Guy with no. us? <laughs> turn around and do that I'm thing not, where you muss your hair and then you turn I, back honey, around. I can't. There is cool so much around. channeling going on in this episode. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, it, let's Look. talk to Abraham Quantz, <laughs> the Abraham motorcycle riding. I'm trying to channel uh, <laughs> Cool Guy. No, I'm just work guy right now. How'd your call with your boss go? It was eventful. I'm, so I'm a little preoccupied. I want to say I'm sorry, Lizzie, if I came off like I was uh, undermining the tarot thing. I did no, not. No, it's fine. I I that. actually am laundering money. Well, I it's just a <laughs> I hide it I in have. the crystal balls. It's just a theory I have about those <laughs> places. That doesn't mean work. they're illegitimate. I just mean like those places. I feel uh, like you're digging a hole that my no, no, son no, no. is going to poop certain in. Places where they you can operate in cash. Right. No, I know they, some of they, them are. I once went to a psychic. My friend was like, you have to go to this woman. And right at the top of um, the reading, she said, you need to tell your father to lower his or he needs to change his blood pressure medication. (laughs) And I immediately thought, you probably say that to everyone because everyone's father is on blood pressure. (laughs) Right. Tell your dad he's watching too much Yellowstone. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> my dad is watching too much Yellowstone. <laughs> and I talked to someone else who went to the same psychic and they said, yes, that was the first thing she asked me. And my oh, dad hilarious. did need to switch his. So we thought, oh, wow, this woman changed my father's life. He could have dropped dead on a treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> He's so. Maybe she'd read an article about blood pressure medications and like just thought, <laughs> you know, everyone needs to change. Um, right. They're used. There used to be a place near where I, my old, old apartment that was, uh, it only rent, it was a video rental place, uh, well after video rental places were sort of a thing, but it was only for sports videos. So it was like sports video VHS rental. And I've never saw a single person in that store. And I was like, oh, this is just a, fr- this is clearly just. Wait, what are sports videos? drug money. Like, like I want to go see that documentary about John McEnroe. I don't know. Like 
yeah, like John Elway's greatest hits, like that kind of stuff. Mm. Or yeah, it, it just, just sports related videos. It was what was it called? John was it Elway called had, John Elway? I think it was so called many, sports videos. John Elway had so many good hits: Piano Man, Uptown Girl, <laughs> yeah. Down Easter Alexa. And did yeah. that feel like a, a money laundering? It had to be because how right. do you stay in business? There's right. no. When I lived yeah. in New York, I lived next to a drugstore where I'd be like, "Why do you guys sell peanut butter but no bread?" <laughs> like the shelves were just barren and then right. eventually someone was like i don't think that's what they're selling at that yeah. drugstore <laughs> i don't think that's their main my, my yeah. one of those by my old apartment was a store that only sold buttons like shirt buttons it had just this this place was just full of little tiny drawers oh, filled with that. buttons my favorite thing as a kid was when my mom would take me to the fabric store oh, yeah. and you go to that wall of buttons and behind, they'd, so they, all the buttons, and you put, and then you, they'd like open it, and behind there would be all the little drawers of buttons. Right. This right. is this is just that wall, but a store in the toniest part of West Hollywood, where like Magnolia Bakery is. Daniel, mm. Mm. every yes. now and again, you say things that remind me why I fell in love with you, and I want to make everyone uncomfortable. And you just said one of them, which is, oh fuck, my brain is not retaining things. Sorry. But whatever, Tony, play the tape. Just kidding. It was <laughs> whatever you just Go said. When I was a little kid, my mom would take me to my favorite place, which was the fa- in the whole world, which was the fabric store. That and when you Whoa. when you confessed that you had um, a Smurf collection when you were a kid. I think I'm in love with <laughs> with child you. I got you're, affection. You're in love. This is great because you're in love with all the things that I've have always been most embarrassed about. Which is, I think it's I sweet. <laughs> I love it when you peed in your pants when you went to see Trump. <laughs> <laughs> your love of fabric stores is fucking cute to me. Yeah, it was fun to go to the fabric store. What can I say? And then I, <laughs> when I sounds like a pretty cool guy, like going <laughs> to the fa- <laughs> yeah. I told you I wasn't wow. channeling him. I am. Um, when I made Elliot's Hamilton costume, oh. I went to I went to Mood Fabric, and it from was Project like, Runway. Yeah, they had one on La Brea. It's I think it's closed now. Uh, and it was like, ooh, I like being at these places. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know really how to sew or anything. I mean, I can figure it out a little bit, but uh, yeah, there's there's something fun. You get the the big. Thing of fabric, so and then they cut it, and then you got all the different patterns and the and the stuff, and then you have the buttons and the zippers and the. <laughs> I don't know. I'd love to learn how to how to do that in a real way one of these days. Yeah, I'm gonna make all my own clothes. <laughs> I once went to a fabric store and I was like, I want my room to look like the night sky, and I bought just a giant swath of like blue sequins and I framed it. Oh, how cool! <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Did you love it? Did yeah, I still have it. Oh, that's so cool. Leaning against a wall because I'm so lazy. I'm like, it's hmm. leaning. So it's wait, resting. <laughs> so your house sitting right now. So we're looking at someone else's house. This is someone else's house. Um, Beautiful pillows. Yes. <laughs> okay. Nice. I've a, I did something insane before this, before we started rolling here. I think everyone just leaned forward. <laughs> Do tell. I did not. What, well, I feel like this is my friend's room that she does stuff out of. So I didn't want to have the same pillows. So I took my clothes and I put them over the pillows to change what the pillows look like. So we're looking at your clothes. 
but it looks like I was like, let me just change it a little bit for Wait, the how- for the purpose of the Zoom background. <laughs> How well, let me how say I also did making... readings earlier and I wanted something that looked softer. Mm-hmm. You did a really good job. Up. Yeah, it's very convincing. Thank you. Because it. What are we looking at? Shirts. I've had a very Zoom heavy day, and so yeah, like for the readings, I want it to look like it's. I I put candles and stuff back there, mm-hmm. so I took shirts. Yeah, I took my shirts and I draped them over the pillows to make it... them look like wow different. Kind of moodier pillows. I mean, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Check out these 100% pillows. convincingly. Could you, I don't want to make you unmask your pillows, but could you just grab yeah. one shirt off a pillow? Because you're going to die when you see what this handle. one. I mean, the reveals of these pillows. Oh, the one that is a pillowcase from my home is the velvet one. I'm sorry to disappoint you. I don't know. I can't tell which one is velvet, but these look so much like pillows, don't you guys think? Oh, I never yeah, in a million I, years would have guessed I'm these are clothes. Away. This is a sweater. Whoa! Whoa! Oh my god. It's a totally different pillow. This t-shirt says Cooperman tires on it. Oh my okay? god. Wow. I so I think that. the pillows are inside the clothing. The, oh, clo- there's the more pillows are. Ones. Hold Whoa, on. this is oh, amazing. Yeah. Huh, what's are we this all one? stoned? Is that why? <laughs> why we're what is happening? This so much. <laughs> this is so cool. Whoa, wow. it's like a camping pillow. What? That's a great pillow. <laughs> it's great when Damn. it's really satisfying when you like Lizzie's improvised pillowcase, and then the pillow inside is actually cool. Oh, this one has two shirts on. Oh yeah. I, oh my God, layered the layered was, look. Oh my. Oh, 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 it looks like that. It's from Cost Plus. Wow. Oh, my God. That was amazing. (laughs) What I'm realizing is I put way too much effort into too many areas of my life. No, but you had, I mean, I feel, talk about, oh, that's when Daniel arrived. We were talking about upcycle. I was asking what upcycle means. Lizzie, I feel you upcycled those pillows. Lizzie, (laughs) do not apologize. How many podcasts get to have pillow reveals like that? I might have to believe that that. happened. I might have to make that a standalone promo for the show. I feel like that was very intuitive of you because you were like, "What are all these pillows?" Yeah, yeah. No, you should be. We noticed them. We noticed the pillows. Yeah, we Uh, commented on them. uh, Right. We loved them. Your investigative spirit was drawn to the pillows. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I just had no (laughs) idea that they were anything other than. The natural they pillow were covering, and they're actually also tarot readers. Yes, so crazy. Yes, so I thought they were crazy. Esther all, Hicks, but they were also Abraham Hicks. We all have, they were Abraham. We all have a shirt on the outside and a pillow on the inside. That's crazy, crazy. Um, you know, I I got kind of annoyed last night because I was thinking, speaking of pillows. Uh oh. Oh yeah. I was here yes. No, I was thinking I, about no. I, this is I'm just on, one of those. I'm on Daniel's side with this one. This is this is one of those things. When you hear this, you'll be like, "Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's one of those things." <laughs> yeah, listen. I was thinking about Kim Kardashian, and uh, I was thinking about there's probably no person on earth with a more comfortable bed than Kim Kardashian. I mean, you just know it. You just know she has. The best mattress, the best pillows, right. the best sheets. She's got a uh, it, pillow in those jeans, if you know what I mean. Ba-boom. All right. All right. I'm just talking about her behind. <laughs> I think. This is my second act, by the way. <laughs> oh, I, I like think it. it is yeah. fucked up 
What's fucked up? That she that her bed is so she, good that she doesn't let us know what her bedding <laughs> situation is. I bet you could find. I bet if you go back on Instagram far enough, because she's probably doing. I'm a sure she is posting you know, sheets or something. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I, Right, because I'm sure she's so, tested yeah. everything. Like she, there is no pillow more comfortable, and the, the right number of pillows, and the right sizes, and the right fabrics, and the right sheets, and everything. And I feel like wow. a lot of it's probably within reach. Like maybe not the mattress, but like a lot of people could probably afford the same bed situation. And she's keeping it to herself. She's I have to say. I don't know if I agree that she would have the most comfortable oh, bed, especially me. when she was with Kanye. I remember mm. seeing their home and it looked like this scary neutral ceramics shop. Ooh, right. Or like, I bet he or like, clay has some right. philosophy where he sleeps on a, like a stack of encyclopedias. Yes. <laughs> right. I, I can see him being, yeah. Like we sleep on a stilted bed or we, we have to sleep on these boards on the ground or something. Mm, yeah. Something that he yeah. invented that that then you have to go. No, it's great. Mm-hmm. He's a genius. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> I don't. I don't know if if I think she'd go along with that though. If if I know anything about Kim and I don't, mm. <laughs> um, she definitely wants a comfortable bed. Right. If I know right. you want a comfortable bed, I our our bed comfort okay. is we have Here good we go. sheets. Uh. The the mattress is too firm for my liking, but we have really, different taste in mattresses. Really, the pillow. Somebody thing is uh, just... angling for a new mattress sponsorship, maybe. Oh, oh yeah. he has been for a while. Yeah, Sleep Number or someone who that was little... <gasps> uh, I love the Sleep Number store. Do you have that? Oh, this. Oh, yeah. The we don't love the them store. yet. <laughs> we don't we, love them. We yet. are open to loving them. Yeah, I'm. Yes, uh, but the pillow situation is just a disaster. Daniel has been searching for his soulmate pillow. First of all, he so, sleep. How many pillows do you sleep with? They're all flat as a pancake. But then we'll, every now and then, one will enter the because we have so many pillows. One will sneak into the rotation that's like a newer pillow, and then my head's like this all night. <laughs> oh my and god! I'll wake up with a sore back because I'm used to pancake pillows. Just a <laughs> pillow he... creeping into the room in the middle of the yeah, night. Yeah, it's like what's with you, a little thirsty? <laughs> but tell them, tell them how many pillows you sleep with. I sleep with one. Because I'm well, normal. I have all right. I have a dog who <laughs> sleeps on, like right above my head, and she needs pillows. So <laughs> they're not all for me. Like technically, I sleep with about five or six pillows, but they are not being used. Because right. like, if the too- d- if the dog doesn't have a pillow, it's gonna like sleep on your face. Well, if the dog doesn't have a pillow, then yeah, she's sleeping on my pillow, and then right. then I don't have a pillow. So it just it just it, she ended up just usurping the upper pillow. She gets sure. the upper pillow, then I have the lower pillow. So there's an uh, there's a level of upper <laughs> pillow. The upper pillow consists of like two pillows, sometimes three, and then below that is the second layer of pillows, <laughs> and those are my pillows. And there's usually two side by side, and then a, a third because I sleep on my side. Like this, so really, it's just like three pillows. Oh my god, I'm having Pete. I'm like I'm having pillow TSD right now. <laughs> I know. Isn't there something down? Don't you have a pillow? I feel well, like the there's one that I cradle more. sometimes. Well, depending on how I... hot it is. <laughs> That's well, the name uh... of your book, the one I cradle. Hmm. And then there's no more pillows down. Like I feel like well, sometimes I keep cool pillows by the side of the bed. So then I have. <laughs> so I you have... can swap out the hot pillows for new cool. Because pillows. sometimes you might yes. Listen, this is a this is a hot tip 
for, this is a quants method tip. <laughs> if you sleep hot like I do in the morning, you you'll be like, I'm hot, I'm sweaty, my pillow's hot. <laughs> Just reach down, grab cold pillow, fresh pillow off of the side, but from the side of the bed. It feels amazing. <laughs> it sounds like something I could be into. How do yes. you? Could you have a freezer in there? No, it's just like our our house is really cold, but our but I well also we always have the heaviest quilt because my wife <laughs> in the dead of summer, like in the hottest part of the summer, she's got a heat blanket on underneath a winter qu- like comforter <laughs> and snow pants. Uh, yes, yes and she, and your she Arizona snow pants. pants. And so it just runs a little it runs a little hot. So two things. So. In the morning, I will go to make the bed and they'll there will be a pillow just like in the middle where your butt would be in the bed. So that's why I'm assuming there's like a pillow that's down my fart south. Pillow. Okay. I, you gotta <laughs> have then, a fart pillow. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't mention that one because everyone obviously knows what I'm talking and then about. Also <laughs> I will be comfortably you know asleep or almost asleep and then you'll roll over and all of a sudden there'll just be a foomph and a pillow will be like put down next to my face which one is that that's is that the your hide, snuggling hide the pillow? Wife pillow that's the hide the wife pillow <laughs> what is that the that's cuddle the pillow? pillow well i'd like i'd rather just stack pillows against you so that i can <laughs> but you're trying to yeah. shield her from your farts Sure. No, that's your. That's right. I'm, I'm what is that her. one? That's your middle pillow in case Wendy needs to something or other. Well, our pillows aren't long enough. We have, <laughs> we have like full size pillows for a queen size bed. So what that means is you have to stack them next to each other to get the the length. I mean, there is a whole. You know what? Terraform. Go what? to the fabric store. You love the fabric store. Yeah, that's I true. I should. Find the coolest uh, fabric possible. Shove some ice cubes into a sack of fabric. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's definitely a way to go. Um, no, you need the two pillows side by side because I figured out the ideal sleep position. The, <laughs> the ideal sleep position. This is also the quants method. And this applies to everybody. I've just determined this. Uh, is if you're sleeping on your you sleep on your side, but then you sort of lean back. Like a like a half, like you're ha- not fully on your back, but half. You need another pillow there. If you get into that position, boom, fall right asleep. I'm picturing a full-on Rube Goldberg machine, <laughs> <laughs> like the beginning of uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> Quants. That's wild. I sleep coffin style. Do you on your back? Arms crossed. Uh huh. Like you're going down a um, water slide. Yes, <gasps> that's Allison, and you're supposed to keep your head down. And one time, I looked up and I not I did knock <gasps> my head against the slide. Oh my they were gosh. like, "Remember, keep your head." And I was like, "How serious are they about that?" Yeah, um, serious. serious. I do. I do two pillows. I have a firmy and a softy, depending on how I'm feeling that night, and then I mm. can just kind of swap them. And then, are you a side, back, stomach? All of them sleeper. I like to I like to get in bed and lay on my back, mm-hmm. and then kind of like get in the mood for sleep, and then right when I'm ready to do the big ass, <laughs> that's what I call sleep. <laughs> to slip it in the sleep to yeah to slip it yeah to slip it into the sleep chamber, <laughs> um to get all up in them sleep guts. Mm-hmm. 
I, th- I, so I lay on my back and then right when I'm ready to fall asleep, turn on my side. I think boom. that's, I think that's kind of what I often do too. Tony, what about you? I'm a side sleeper and uh, just head on pillow and then another pillow to uh, kind of, I'm a pillow hugger while I sleep as uh, well. Oh. Uh, pillow hugger. <laughs> I, uh, so I also used to have a problem with my pillows always getting super flat. And uh, I think I sleep kind of weird. I think I like just like push. I think I literally push my head like down into it. Like not just like place my head. Like I literally feel like. You dig in. Yeah. Uh, and then when I was visiting my sister at Christmas, the bed that I slept in there had these nice, big, fluffy pillows that really kept their shape and everything. And so I asked her what they were and she sent me the link and I bought them and I've had them for, you know, I think since like January now and they're like still just beautiful, nice and comfortable and puffy and yeah. What are they? they? Hook us up with the link. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you the link. Um, It's a... my pillow is uh, <laughs> uh, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I mean, not my use pillow. Uh, offer code Brandon no. and get <laughs> the one that has the dip. You know the ergonomic oh, yeah. one. I feel like that looks so uncomfortable to me. That isn't that Tempur Pedic though. Yes. Like that that's my, gets. That's my I run too one. hot for that. My firm one is has the and dip. you like it. And then my softy is just a more traditional pillow shape. So uh, I yeah. love it because you know what I also. I'm thinking about it gives you the neck support whenever I get my hair done and they dip my head back mm-hmm. into the thing to wash it. I'm always like, oh, yeah, I always feel like my head is just going to snap off my body, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which I would be fine with. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool, <laughs> which I've got to say. And so I feel like it's like that kind of thing. I always when whenever they wash my hair, like in that bowl, I'm like, can you put a towel or something under my neck? Yeah, yeah. they should. I need the support. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Like, I don't like feeling my neck against the porcelain. So mm. feeling feels unnatural. So wait, Lizzie, yeah. you like that pillow? I love it, actually. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I imagine that that pillow would like be too bossy with telling me where to put my head, but maybe I should give it a go. I I lay down on my back arms crossed and then i turn my head to either direction and i try to like rotate that interesting well this kind of maybe i gotta try this this kind of goes with lizzie's you know podcast where the listeners kind of tell her what to do the pillow tells her how to sleep right Right, right. yeah she just likes collaboration (laughs) do you like a magic eight ball have we talked about this i love magic eight ball i love magic eight ball i think it's fun i forget if we talked about this on uh, the Monday episode that you were on. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think we did. Any, if you're a warden and you're listening, let us know. Hmm. Uh, I think it's time to say hello and welcome and thank you to new patrons. Now, here's where I do the hard sell that I'd started to go into before. Uh, listen, I'm on Patreon. And Patreon. one of the is is... Uh, bonus episodes of the Friend Zone, which is my uh, bonus Patreon podcast. And I recently put out, I've been teasing hot old gossip for a while because look, I'm sitting on a pile of old gossip. And, uh, but it's like fresh old gossip. And I said, I said, guys, do you want to hear some of my old gossip stories? Do you want to nibble from my old gossip muffins? And hmm. boy, did they. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been teasing it for a while. And I finally put up the episode where I shared an, uh, an old gossipy story. And then I, there was an email that it's not the email, but there was an email I was thinking about that I received years ago 
that uh, was really like passive aggressive and fucked up. And I read that. Uh, and then um, there was an old messed up story. And I received some new information about the situation that like made me rethink about it. And I recorded this episode and I put it up and it was all very like dark, unprocessed stuff and very personal and vulnerable. And I felt very like weird about it because usually I try to keep my stuff kind of light and up. But this was like, I felt like I just like uploaded up there, almost like just very dark, personal, vulnerable stuff. But the reception has been very, very, very positive. So thank you to everyone. But like, if you want to hear just very personal stuff that is out there. Um, And uh, but also I do a lot of bonus episodes with guests. And um, like I mentioned, this video is out there. Not that that sounded weird the way I said that. Thursday show videos. Jordan is waving or choking. We don't know. There's a level where you can text me. I'll text you back. Uh, fun stuff. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Uh, and also I give everyone a shout out who signs up. Here we go. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. We signed up to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. All right. There were too many names to thank everyone this week. So the rest I will do next week. I swear. I think it's because people are coming for the dark, vulnerable stories. Hello and welcome to Nikki Collier, to Debbie Bukowski, to Lauren Rubin, to Beth, to Brian McPherson, to Steve Manning. Hello, Steve. I know him in real life. To Michaela Finneran. She's at the texting level. To Mel, to Dave Calterback, to Yolanda Robles, to Jennifer, to Debbie Terrazas, and to Liz Strong. Um, hello and welcome. And I hope you all enjoy your Patreon benefits. Um, and uh, let's see, I'm looking at the time. I think, does anyone have like a burning, just me or everyone, or a burning, hey, go fuck yourself? I've got like an okay, just me. Let's you want do me it. To save it. Mm. You want to do it? We can save it. We can. I can chamber it. It's an evergreen. Mm, no, we got to do it now that you mentioned it. Okay. Ha- I I got to I got to in my soul. We got to do it. Let's just hear the song. I just wanted you to know that I had prepared for the show. I feel good. I, I feel good about that. Brownie points. You know uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? I was gonna say we're gonna do it without the song. I'm just gonna sing it. Oh yeah. Go Is ahead. it just me? Or everyone, bump, bump. Yeah, okay, that was a cop it. out. The song is longer. There's more lyrics. <laughs> I know. I know. Let's uh, just me or everyone, I get really excited when I get to the end of my like bathroom hand soap or dish soap because that means I get to go out and get a new one and try a new scent. There's so many great scents out there these days, especially in the world of soaps. So do you feel... When I get down to the little like squeezies, I'm like, mm. hell yeah, new scent incoming. <laughs> that is not it, just you. I think that's a lot of people. Um, you feel that way about deodorant? You know, I am like brand loyal to Mitchum deodorant, so I do not mm. fuck with other deodorants. I have a travel mm. deodorant that's a Dove that I use just because the travel size is very convenient. But um, with deodorants, uh, I, I don't, you don't. I don't budge fuck with that. I love that the travel is a dove, which does travel. Yeah. It's That's very poetic. Right. On beautiful wings of peace. Um, can I tell you guys right now, I've been using my travel shampoo and travel conditioner because it's a different brand and I've been liking it and my travel makeup remover. And I'm like, but really I should be saving this lest I travel because now I'm totally cannibalizing my travel sizes. This is why my life feels awry because mm. I'm totally like, I'm just, everything's off my life's feeling a sourdough 
Maybe this is your second. <laughs> That's my second act. Lizzie, your you're right. Your second act is travel size. Yes. Um, anyway, I don't think it's just you, Jordan. Although I don't really feel that way with like dish soap or hand soap or something. But with certain cosmetics, I do. And I just feel like a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Like I finished this. Yeah. But I with use this things, to its full potential. But with like shaving cream or soap or things where I always, I guess that would be like my version of your deodorant where I always get the same one. Then it's like, it just feels sort of perfunctory. Like, oh, we're just going to get, it's just going to be, I just got to get another one of the same one. It's not exciting. But I, I know what you mean about like, the excitement of going out and getting a new fragrance. Cause I know that you're like a target. As well. You're a target candle guy, right? Yeah. Love. And, and, and with dish and hand soap too, I, I really love targets, uh, ever, ever spring products. Mm. Um, so I kind of like, you know, playing around within that, uh, <laughs> brand family. Can I give like an anti plug for, I guess this is a jeer, a classic mm. cheer and jeer. Miss Meyer's lavender scent products. Ugh. PU. Not your fave, huh? No. Is this Meyer's like... Clean Day? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Oh, is that the I name you're of... talking about? Yeah. We yeah. I like Miss Meyer's basil. I like lemon verbena. But keep lavender... Miss Meyer's name out your Wow. Lizzie <laughs> <laughs> slapped us over the Zoom. Oh my god, but wow. the lavender wow. is a I had to take a bottle of the uh, counter spray or whatever the little I forget what the specific everyday surface spray and throw it away because I was like I, if anyone uses this in my house I'm gonna have to move so it was cheaper it's to throw it out po- than it's to too move strong a smell it's, it's not it doesn't smell yeah. good it's bad Miss Myers get your shit together I have a quick hey go fuck yourself okay oh great uh, let's hear it so I go to every now and then I'll I'll I'll, I'll go to this Starbucks drive through. Mm-hmm. And the way that the drive-through exit goes is you are you there's a cross like cars that are coming out of the parking lot getting onto the main street like if a car goes forward to turn onto the main street they're not blocking the drive-through but if another car comes behind it it will be right so mm-hmm. if you're trying to exit the drive-through and there are two cars stacked up you're not going to get out and there was a a, a, a woman who uh, had, and, you know, that's not important to the story that she's a woman, you know, but uh, she was. Uh, and she could have stopped and given me room to go through, but she didn't. She pulled forward. So, okay, fine. I'm waiting. She sees me. And she, and she, she starts to back up because there's no one behind her. And I wave as I'm going past her. And then I turn left so that our driver's side windows are next to her and she goes you're welcome Mm. 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 it does seem like starbucks is a place where you're pretty likely to get a toot from someone maybe it's (laughs) because like i haven't had my coffee yet oh yes don't talk to her yet but she did want him to talk to her what more did you want from me than the wave you're I don't supposed give to pull more. over and eat I, her out. I don't <laughs> give more than the wave. If you respected the wave women, is the best. <laughs> you would give dome every time they gave you yeah. the right away. Like I, it, it's like 
did she want me to be oh thank you oh oh thank you ma'am thank you so much have Here. a cake pop that i purchased have for my, you yeah, have my cake pops <laughs> so hey go fuck yourself hey, like, like that. hey go fuck yourself just be courteous it's not a big deal well that's what she would say to you wow um wow Wow, we're gonna we're gonna have it out. Would you say this is a this Starbucks you're going to? Is it typically a good Starbucks or is it a chaos Starbucks? Oh, I wouldn't say it's chaos, but it's drive through. It's it's the one on. um, It's weird. It's like Riverside and uh, what's that cross street? It's not Riverside. I don't know. It's it's like a it's a busy one. So, but it's a lot of Sounds it's a lot of cars. Very impacted. I have one yeah. that kind of falls into both Ooh, categories. Yeah. Oh wait, you wait. You have a Starbucks or you it, have it's, a? Oh, sorry. What were you gonna say? No, no. Go, go. I was I was confused for a second. Oh, oh no. I have a one that's kind of. Um, what are the two categories again? Just me and FDO. Oh Ooh. wow! I don't. I can't. I'm wait. starting to turn on the Himalayan salt lamp. Oh. <laughs> Do, Do you tell. feel like it's creating bad vibes when it's supposed to be creating good vibes? Ah, you know what? It doesn't shed light. The rock is so thick, it's not even a lamp. Mm. No, yeah. it's it's right. purely ornamental. You can't read by it. And you can, you definitely 100% cannot read by it. Also, because I was trying to use it as a bedside lamp, I was like, okay, but isn't it supposed to absorb the negative energy in the room? Well, they paint it with this gel before they sell. They like, there's sealant on it. So oh. it's not, it, so it can't absorb. <clears throat> it's not. Right. It's, it's like it's wearing a prophylactic. <laughs> <laughs> Can you at least use the salt? Can you at least like just grind it over a nice okay. piece of salmon or in the water before you boil it? You have pasta? no sealant. idea to the extent that I've researched this because I actually have been writing about it because it's. It's been bothering me mm. because I feel like I fell for something. I, I fell for mm. it. It was too on the nose for me to get one. And so I, I pushed back. I have a little contrarian in me where I was like, I don't need the Himalayan salt lamp. And then I was like, you know what? Why don't I open my heart to this? <laughs> Let it into my life. You, you love, can't salt you love, your chili with you it. You love the mountains. The Himalayan the mountains. mountains. So, oh. Do I ever? <laughs> So that's my, is it just me or are we all going to kind of go, okay, we're done with the salt lamp. I mean, I never even started with one, but I appreciate knowing now I won't even open my heart to it. Like the, like the shoes. I am, I know that they're supposed to do something. The foot, the toe shoes, I should say, like the toe shoes. I know they're supposed to do something, but I'm unclear on what it is. Do you, what's the salt lamp supposed to do? I believe it's supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, catch. We were talking camera. about those Vibram gloves for feet, kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah, before you were born. No, I remember those. <laughs> I've never seen anyone wear those the, those before. But anyway, okay. I was gonna try to bring them back <laughs> because you know, you know what, Crocs. Everyone thought Crocs were ugly. Yeah, Uggs. Uggs came back. Yeah. 
So why not Vibram? Why not our Try one God Vibram speaking through us? Yes. Right. <laughs> My name I'm is Jordan Vibram. <laughs> and Jordan I'm Allison Vibram. Saltlamp. <laughs> what about jellies? Oh, yeah. Jellies? Oh, yeah. Those came back. You guys, yeah. this has been so much fun. Um, I want to remind everyone, please listen to my other podcasts. Allison Rosen's, this is, this is Allison Rosen's your best friend, but please check out Upworthy Weekly and Childish. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. And also I'm the Allison Rosen on TikTok. I'm not very active there, but go follow me anyway. And uh, I already mentioned Patreon. Also, I'm on Cameo. And uh, Lizzie, t- uh, tell them again. We already mentioned Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. Do you have dates you'd like to mention? This will come out on Thursday. Yes, absolutely. On the 28th, I have a really fun show. It's one of my favorite shows. I wait for it all year. It's the Neil Hamburger event at Zebulon, August 28th. It's going to be amazing. That That's my deepest plug right now. Awesome. And then <laughs> get a tarot reading. Zebulon is in New York, right? No. It's here in LA. Oh, then I wish I hadn't said that. <laughs> you should give a tarot reading to Neil. I would love to. Bet he'd be into that. But he must pay the price. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now, now I'm in my head. I'm like, should we just cut out the part where I asked the location and I was wrong? Because <laughs> is that gonna listeners? Well, you gonna know what? So the, mad at you. I know. Well, I. But you know what? They'll look it up because they're all over. It's not like they're all in one place or the other. Jordan, what about you? Yeah, uh, all the socials we mentioned earlier, but also, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I do a podcast called Jordan, Jesse Go. It's one of these uh, themeless chat podcasts everybody's talking about these days. Uh, Allison's been on, Lizzie's been on recently, so you can check out those apps. And, uh, oh, this is kind of cool. Uh, I, I I did a little bit of writing for a video game that's out now. It's called Rumbleverse. Uh, it is free to play. It's a game where a bunch of wrestlers wrestle each other in a big crazy cartoon city and yeah i did uh, i did a lot of writing for them so uh the game turned out great and it was a very fun gig so if you uh want a fun free game to fuck around with rumbleverse it's uh, out there on most of your video game things how cool daniel uh you can follow me at twitter and instagram at daniel quants um and uh, i was gonna plug something and now i forgot what it was great um, um, check out my Monday episode with Caroline Moss of the amazing, fun shopping podcast. G thanks. Just bought it. We talked about all it was very, you know what? If you like this, like chatty, it was very chatty. We talked about how no one can remember when they stopped listening to Grey's Anatomy. We talked about lots of like millennial TikTok stuff. Um, it's just a very fun, entertaining episode. Uh, and also follow me on YouTube, subscribe youtube.com slash Allison Rosen. Tony, what about you? I have not forgotten about you. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And Bizarre Albums is every Tuesday. And uh, there's a few, much to Allison's delight, there's oh. a few more Motion City soundtrack shows mm-hmm. in September if you're in the Midwest or East Coast. Uh, so come out to those. Tickets available now. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's it for now. Come see if my arm explodes. It's going to with all your drumming. You guys, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 